everybody. Welcome to another episode of the GCCC podcast. Uh, I'm Wayne, and today I'm joined by Pastor Carl. Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, so today we're going to talk about Lent, which is uh, coming up. Um, and I just want to start off with a question. When you hear the word Lent, what experiences uh, come to mind? Yeah, well, I, I went to a Catholic high school and um, that was my first serious exposure to Lent. And um, at my high school, they wouldn't serve meat on Fridays at lunches. Um, so everyone had fish. And also I grew up in Milwaukee and there was this big thing there, Friday fish fries. It's a big deal during Lent. Um, so that was my first impression of Lent. It's like, uh, it's this sort of religious thing where um, people give up like meat um, certain days of the week and observe things that way. Um, how about you? Yeah. So I didn't grow up in a church that um, was super uh, strict in adhering to like Lent or the liturgical calendar. But um, I remember there, there were some years where our church um, kind of would, would talk about Lent. Um, I didn't really have a clear idea of what it was, but um, just, uh, you know, people would give up something kind of mm-hmm. like what you were saying. And, um, and I remember um, my youth pastor, him challenging us to give up something that um, was very kind of close to our hearts. And so I've always been, um, you know, a big, NBA fan. And, uh, I, um, you know, I love the, the San Antonio Spurs and, and, uh, you know, and, and so I, um, I decided during that time to, um, give up just watching like Spurs games for the, Mm. for the, for, for the period of Lent. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah, it was, it was rather painful and, uh, (laughs) and, and difficult, but, um, yeah, that was kind of, uh, what I, what I would, would give up, uh, for Lent. Uh, no, I note to that Wayne, like, I feel like, um, being a pastor professionally for me, it involves a similar sacrifice, like constantly because, you know, Sundays are the, the <laughs> work day and, um, that's like football day. And so yeah. it's like, oh, man, all these, uh, football games I'm missing for, yeah. the for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Big anyway. sacrifices, uh, for sure. <laughs> All right. So um, I was wondering if we could jump right in and talking about Lent. Um, what is Lent? If you were okay. to describe Lent to um, just uh, a, a person explaining it very simply, how would you describe it? Okay. Lent is um, a traditional Christian season. Um, we, As you mentioned before, we're following what's called a liturgical calendar or a liturgical year. It's um, one of the seasons of that calendar. Um, so it's this 40-day period, not including Sundays, uh, preparing for Easter. So it starts on Ash Wednesday, um, and then it ends um, on Easter weekend. Mm. And so um, that 40-day period was um, this time when people who were starting to follow Christ, um, they were going through... Um, sort of a process of discipleship or a process of like um, just preparation for baptism, which would happen um, on Easter weekend. And so uh, for those 40 days, um, 
it was this remembering that um, Christ died for us and that called us to, and that calls us to uh, put away our old life. It's like we die with Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we can talk about baptism in a second too, but um, that putting away the old life, um, mm-hmm. giving up sort of what Paul calls the old self. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Lent is a season to emphasize. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and so for these people who are getting baptized, it, it's a, it's a season where it's like, okay, I remember that Christ died for us and that in identifying with Christ's death, like I died too. And that's what the picture of baptism is going into the water. That's a picture of dying. And it's a chance for the whole church to, um, to live that out as well uh, to remember, okay, this is time when um, we're remembering that Christ died and that we died with him. And so our old life is gone. So we're putting away practices. I guess we do that all the time anyway, but especially in this season, we as a community, we're focused on um, putting away the old self, like mm-hmm. dying to ourselves. Um, and um, yeah, I, I guess alongside the people getting baptized, I would also mention that for people who were um, who had left the church, or, you know, had been asked to leave the church, you know, perhaps because of um, like a sin they were not willing to repent of or change. Um, But uh, if they decided to come back to the church, um, the church, of course, would welcome them back. Um, But it was during Lent also for them, just like the people who were getting baptized. um, It was a time for them to, um, to basically prepare to be received again by the church. Thanks for that a very thorough explanation. I liked how you pointed out, um, you know, it's it's kind of like everyone in the church is participating in in um, Lent or the season of preparation um, for people that are getting baptized and also people that um, I guess we're rededicating and and um, and yeah, re re um, kind of uh, signaling their commitment to to Christ again. Uh, so as a kind of a whole church-wide event. I like yeah. that, that yeah. you mentioned um, that um, just as a quick, um, I guess, uh, aside, um, you mentioned uh, when you were first talking about Lent, about um, Easter, Ash Wednesday, Holy Saturday. Um, so these are, um, I guess, events, right, in the church's liturgical calendar. Mm-hmm. Um why? Why should we observe uh, the liturgical calendar in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I, I don't think it's a matter of like obedience necessarily. Like, oh, you're, you're not really a Christian if you don't observe these uh, seasons or these days. Um, definitely not. But um, I think it's it's something that the church, like the larger church, capital C, has done for like many years now, centuries. And um, it's sort of a good practice. And um, that's why we do it. Um, it's, it's a way that basically the church tells a story of Christ. It's like another layer. I mean, we tell the story of Christ like all the time in different ways. Um, but if you could think, for example, of a, of a specifically, uh, like one Sunday service. So you could say like one song that we sing tells a story of Christ or, um, a prayer that someone prays or a sermon that someone gives like that itself might tell the story of Christ. But, um, another layer of telling that story is the service as a whole 
tells the story of Christ. It's not just that one part of the service, but the whole service also tells the story of Christ. Um, that's why we always start with like a call to worship because we remember that God called us. Like, it's not just that we sought God, but God sought us. And then it ends always with ascending because that's the story of Christ. God calls us and then God sends us to others. Um, and in the same way, another layer on top of that is we tell the story of Christ in a calendar year, a liturgical calendar year. So, um, so for every 12 months time, the church as a whole, we're, for four of those weeks, we're remembering Christ's coming, like his birth at Christmas, and uh, also his coming again, that's Advent. And then we're telling um, the story for 40 days of Christ's death, which is Lent. And then we're telling the story of uh, Christ's resurrection um, through Easter season after that. Um, and so there, these are sort of the, there are other holiday or like Christian holidays that our church GCCC doesn't observe or recognize. Um, but those three big ones are ones that we do. And it's, we do it because it's a way to like tell the story of Christ at multiple layers of our church life. You know, I mean, it's very easy, you know, kind of surprisingly easy for people or even a church to sort of wander from the gospel you know, even if that just means like making majors, minors and minors, majors, you know, this is a, one of the, I don't know, just a, like a big picture kind of big, you know, like long-term kind of way that as a church, we can stay in the gospel and keep majoring on majors. Um, this is what we talk about when we talk about Christ. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I, I like how you put it. It's like a way of kind of living out or acting out um, Christ's mm -hmm. life, death, mm -hmm. and resurrection yeah. through um, kind of following following uh, the liturgical calendar in in that way. Um, and and so, kind of bringing it back to Lent, uh, how do you go about practicing Lent? Um, what 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 are certain practices that uh, you've kind of uh, undertaken in years past and, um, and uh, what have you found helpful in kind of um, posturing your heart to remember Christ's death? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I feel like um, specific practices um, I think in actual um, kind of living out those practices, I mean, they can be kind of hit or miss, honestly, uh, or even the same practices can be sort of hit or miss. And so, um, you know, I, I, I would, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how um, enthusiastically I would say to people like, Oh, we should definitely do this or maybe don't do this because it really depends on the person. It really depends on, you know, just someone's life at that time, what's going on. And, um, but I would say that generally like the basic practice of Lent um, that Lent is associated with is fasting. Like you mentioned before, like fasting from fish, fasting from, the spurs, whatever you're fasting from. Um, I, I think that is a, like the historic kind of the practice associated with, with Lent. And it makes a lot of sense um, because that's a way that we are practicing um, giving up our old self for the sake of taking up the new self in Christ. Um, and oh, really I, quick I, um, yeah, on that ahead. note yeah. of uh, fasting, um, yeah. could you maybe just explain really, really simply uh, what yeah. fasting is? Yeah, um, fasting. I, okay, I'll say two things about fasting. One, fasting is usually um, associated with prayer. 
So it's not just like, oh, I'm skipping meals. Um, it's, it's, I'm skipping meals so that I can pray. And then the second thing I'd say is that um, fasting is, um, it's, it's a way for us to connect with God. You know, and I guess that's assumed in the first thing I said, it's always uh, connected with prayer, but it's a way for us to connect with God. So it's not just um, like, hey, I'm going to fast because fast from like meat or I'm going to fast from um, fried foods because it's a healthy choice. You know, you're doing it to connect to God. And, um, and, you know, and actually uh, like we've heard in, you know, several of the last uh, bunch of Sundays, um, true fasting is, um, about not just connecting with God vertically, but it's connecting with God horizontally. That is doing justice in the world that we live in and being good to people who are our neighbors, you know, whether they literally live next to us or are just others in our world that God has called us to keep. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, I guess, um, in addition to, uh, fasting and, and prayer, um, or I like, I really liked what you said about, uh, the heart kind of behind Lent, um, you know, being kind of ready and essentially fasting, um, saying, saying no to certain things, right. So that we can, um, you know, say yes to, to yeah. Christ, uh, so um, I guess in in tandem with that theme of saying no so that we can say yes, um, are there any other um, kind of practices that uh, people usually um, undertake during, during yeah. the season of Lent? Well, you know, what I would say is um, something I don't see a lot, um, but something I, I, would, I would love to see more, I think we should see more of is is um, sort of the pairing of Lent and Easter. Like those two seasons go together, like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. Um, so the Lent uh, season is putting something away, putting away the old self, but it's not just to leave us empty. <laughs> um, it's not like a Buddhist practice where we're just trying to deny ourselves. Um, it's actually for the sake of taking up something else. And that's what Easter season is for. So, um, you know, you might even call it like fasting during Lent and then feasting during Easter. (laughs) And so, um, I would love like, I don't know, we've made jokes before about like as a staff, like during Lent, we'll fast from, um, like meals, and then during Easter, like together, we'll fast for meals. And then during Easter, like we'll go out and have like huge meals <laughs> anyway. But, um, but I, but that is sort of the spirit of it. And so, um, like as a church, for example, um, I know one thing that we are seriously thinking about, like at a leadership level, um, is like, how as a church, we can be more connected to the black community in our area. And, um, and like during Lent, you know, we're, we're seriously considering like, like concrete ways that we can be more connected. And um, hopefully after Lent, um, we'll start putting those things in place. And it's not, you know, it's not something that we're thinking about in terms of like Easter, but that is actually like a very Easter kind of discipline. Like we're taking up something, you know, we're not just putting things away, but we're actually taking up like new relationships, new activities, you know? And so um yeah, I would say just like for uh, for Lent, how we'd say um, 
you know, put things away, like think about for Easter, like what are some things you can pick up like a new uh, activity, like a new thing in life, um, a new, um, I don't know, new relationships, whatever it might be. Um, and, and I think those pair together really well. I mean, that's, that's the picture of baptism because um, baptism really is a combination of Lent and Easter. It's going into the water and then coming out too. So it's like dying in Christ, but also it's uh, having new life in Christ. I love the way you put that. Yeah. With so many of the things that we've talked about on this podcast, fasting, prayer, death, Jesus's death and resurrection, Lent, Easter, it's all about kind of, um, you know, dying to something, but also kind of being alive, alive to mm-hmm. and in something else, alive in, in Christ and in yeah. the spirit. Um, yeah. It's like you know, both ends. Yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, I was just going to add one more thing, Wayne. I, I feel like a lot of people, and, and maybe this is um, like an Asian thing. I don't know. Um, or maybe it's a Catholic thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If you're Asian and Catholic, uh, but like that's, that's uh, you're like the hotspot. But um, I was going to say maybe for Asians, maybe for other people, um, I think a lot of times we think of Christian life, including Lent and like Lent just fits right into this picture of a Christian life as one where we just like give up ourselves and just, it's, it's a life of suffering. Um, and it's a life of self-sacrifice, you know, which it is, but that sacrifice is a joyful sacrifice. You know, that suffering is in some ways a suffering that we are, um, thankful to undergo, you know, um, that we even feel lucky to undergo, um, because it's not just suffering for the sake of suffering. It's suffering for the sake of picking up something else, you know? So it's sort of like, it's almost like investing. Yeah. Like in order to make money, you have to give up money. Like you have to buy some, you know, you have to invest and give up your money in that. But, um, if your investment like increases like a hundred or, you know, your gains are like a hundred fold. I mean, nobody's feeling sorry for you. Um, and that's what the Christian life is. Like we give up things, but it's for the sake of gaining things that are so much better. Reminds me of that uh, parable, um, that Jesus tells where, where he, uh, there's this man who, um, uh, finds this like treasure in a field and like hides it hides yeah. it in that field yeah that weasley and, guy yeah. <laughs> and and he goes and sells everything he has um uh for for that field and i think um yeah it's a very like when i when i think about that parable it's just very like logical you know it, it's a good investment you know th- that that field has um you know, the treasure that um, is more than he can imagine and yeah, yeah. to sell, um, sell, sell, sell whatever he has for that field. It's not like he's losing anything right. really. Right. He's um, on the other hand, gaining, um, gaining as a result. And I think that's a great way of like, just looking at discipleship uh, to, to Christ. Yeah, well, totally. Totally. Yeah. I, you know, Sorry, I'm going off topic here, but, you know, I know like in the news the last couple of weeks, um, like financial news, but just normal news was uh, um, like the GameStop stuff and the stock, you know, and how it just shot up like crazy over the course of a week. And, um, you know, one thing I was thinking about was how a lot of people are like, oh, man, I wish I had gotten in on that. Mm-hmm. Or I wish I had gotten a tip on that, or I wish I had gotten in sooner or whatever it might be. And um, just thinking, 
um, with that sort of framework in mind, I was thinking, man, how um, blessed we are, how like lucky we are that um, like Christ gave us a tip on his gospel basically <laughs> and a new life in him and new hope and a, like such a good hope um, and that we've been invited to that. And like even the stuff we've already invested, um, I, I mean, granted life's not always easy or following Christ is not always easy, but I think, I think we could both honestly say like with utmost sincerity, like everything that we have laid down for Christ, put a, put aside for Christ. Um, like it's been so worth it. Like no one should feel sorry for us. Um, and, and that should just continue as Jesus promises, like, uh, that investment will go hundred thousand, you know, to the moon rockets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Um, I love kind of Lent as an embodiment of that spirit. Um, so I guess to close, uh, what are your plans for Lent this year? Yeah, um, I, honestly, I haven't given it a ton of thought. Um, I mean, we're still, as of the you know this day that we're recording this, um, we're still uh, more than a week from um, Ash Wednesday. Um, but typically what I do for Lent, which is I think what I'll do this year, is um, I, I'll typically um, fast at least like one meal a week. So, um, for example, like I'll, like every Friday I'll fast, um, if not the whole day, um, like at least, uh, like one meal, like lunchtime or something and, um, use that, um, time and have like extended time of, uh, just prayer and, um, you know, reading scripture. Um, so that's, I, I don't have anything much more, um, I don't know, creative <laughs> this year anyway. <laughs> yeah. How about yourself? Have you thought about it? Yeah, I was uh, thinking the same too, uh, fasting um, like once a week uh, mm. and uh, maybe going through like a Lent devotional of some sort. Um, mm. You know, thinking about um, us both fasting, we should fast together and you know, oh, pray, dude, let's pray do it. together. Let's do it. That's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. we're, talking about, we're talking about Lent in community. Right. Yeah. So yeah, practicing Lent in community, um, you know, fasting together as, as friends sure, or as a church. Um, yeah. I guess if, if anyone's listening to this, if you want to, should we just pick in? a day? <laughs> we should. Yeah. How about like, you want to just do Fridays? Okay. Yeah. Is that worth yeah. it? Yeah. All right. If anyone's listening to this and wants to pray with me and Wayne while, while fasting Friday, um, like I use lunchtime. Yeah, sure. You know, um, yeah, just give us a, give us a holler. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Sounds good. Such a productive podcast, making all these concrete plans. (laughs) Got that plug in. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, yeah, thanks so much uh, for um, taking the time today, Pastor Carl, to talk about Lent. I'm, I'm sure that this podcast has um, been been very helpful for whoever is listening to um, just uh, understand kind of the heart, the heart behind Lent and uh, why we practice it as a church. And so um, see you Friday at noon. Yeah, well, a week from Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Thanks uh, so much for, uh, you know, sort of introducing this topic and, and um, you know, just conversing like this. Uh, yeah. Like you said, I hope it's really helpful for people who are listening and just to have the heart of land, the heart of Christ. Awesome. Uh, see you next time. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody.